Uh, welcome to Those Muckrakers, episode number 58. I'm Pete. And I'm Pat. Uh, and God damn it, we got some news for you. Um, lots of news. All the news. I want to jump right in this. Forget the pre-show right, yeah. banter. Um, <clears throat> I like to call this, uh, this, this new segment I'm doing in libtard news. Uh, the only reason I say that is because I hate the word libtard, and I think it's dumb. But, uh, just so to prove that we we're are... we're gonna take it back. Yeah, we're gonna take it back. Uh, just like Randall from Clerks 2. But, uh, just like, uh, to prove that we're a fair and balanced news source, just like Fox. Uh, huh. I don't know, man. Like, we're very left-leaning, but, like, that doesn't mean I always agree with this. Well, we're left-leaning so, because right now the right wings are the monsters. One of these days when the left like fully takes over and digs their roots deep into American politics and they become really hard to uproot again, that's whenever you're going to see all the bad guys flee to the left, and then left-wing policies will start to be the bad ones, and then we'll start to take a right-wing positions. And people will be like, right. well, you know, and like, no, oh, that was 50 years ago. Anyway, just right, like how so, we're doing right – go ahead. Um, so this is about a, a this article from the Atlantic. Um, so Harvey Weinstein, the uh, you know the movie producer that like uh, sexually assaulted uh, a bunch of women, is you know going on trial, right? Yes. Uh, so this guy named Ronald S. Sullivan Jr., who is a law professor at Harvard, um, is going to represent uh, Mr. Weinstein, right? Let's hope he now, believes in magic. <laughs> do you believe in magic? Because that would be my opening statement to the judge. Judge, do you believe in magic? And I hope you do, because you'll always have a Harvey Weinstein who didn't touch their boobs. It's magic. We would get held in contempt so fast. So, <clears throat> so uh, uh, what's his name? So, Ronald Sullivan Jr. is representing Harvey Weinstein. Now, uh, he also holds a... Uh, he also teaches at Harvard, right? He's the... Uh, he's like a faculty dean. Um, and so, uh, a bunch of uh, Harvard students... Are, they want him to step down. They say, you're supporting Weinstein! Step down from your post! Well, they I mean, like everyone deserves them. fair representation, even mm -hmm. if um, they're clearly a monster like um, Weinstein. <clears throat> yeah, they spray-painted on his door, whose side are you on? And your silence is violence! And all this stuff. Now, <laughs> I like that because it rhymes. That's a rhyme too. I, I love, haven't heard before. Your silence is violence. I love, uh, I do love, I do love a good rhyme. But, uh, yeah, like, um, it doesn't matter how despicable the person is on trial and what crime they've committed. I always go back to, like, you know, the height of American idealism was when, like, at the end of World War II, everyone's like, what are we going to do with all these Nazis? And uh, I don't remember if I've told this story before, but it was funny. Uh, uh, Churchill was like, I want you to take them out back to the ditch and shoot them in the head. Um, Stalin was like, no, we will, uh, we will put them on fake trial, uh, then we will take them to ditch and shoot them in the head, right? right? And then America was like, hey, hey man, why don't we put them on like a real trial where they have a chance of getting found innocent? And somehow that's what we went with. Uh, they were found guilty and, uh, hung, but point is, even Nazis got a trial, right? Right. Yeah, America used to have the moral high ground in the world. Well, used to. Well, kind of. We did drop two atomic bombs on a country that was already pretty much collapsed anyway. Yeah. Yeah, they were um the people were ready to surrender. Emperor Hirohito was the one who was like, "Well, fight forever." And the people were like, "No. No, we're good." 
Well, but believe you me, know, Pete, they, I've they, seen Graveyard of Fireflies. That was uh, yeah. They, they, you know, they they had this idea that uh, you know Japan. But was... I mean, com- compared to uh, everyone else, in certain circumstances, we were the moral leaders. We we, we, we yeah. focus on the the good parts. And well, the point nowadays is, yeah, there's like, not even a good part to focus on. Because a trial brings the crime out in the open and examines it in the light. You know what I mean? Like that's what's so important <laughs> about that. I, I just thought, and I, I was calling it libtard news because I thought this is kind of like, you know, yeah, the, uh, the libtards are spray painting on the lawyer's door. It's like it's silence like, and look, violence. It's like there's a there's a real enemy out there that needs to be fought, and the real enemy is not somebody else's defense counsel. You know, I like that, defense counsel your... is bouncel. Ah. What? You weaken you weaken the movement when you attack uh you attack uh stupid stuff, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. um, If you're defensive, I'm pensive. Because so so what I wanna do is uh I know we got a lot, so I'm trying to uh hit some of my quick news stories real quick that don't uh tie in with your massive news stories. You're gonna love this though. This is my I, I have uh, a lot um, of I have a lot of quick ones too. But this is my this is my uh I don't even know what to call this segment here. Uh, Just make I something up. Would... Whatever, whatever feels right, then add new segment to the end of it. <laughs> I guess this would be in uh, uh, web web MD news. All um, right. Medical, uh, medical, uh, medieval diseases are infecting California's homeless. Ah, poor, poor homeless. And you're gonna love this. Apparently, tuberculosis and typhus uh, are spreading through the homeless populations <laughs> in California. They got the typhus. Pete, mm-hmm. get my shotgun. There was a time when me and uh, me and Patrick lived together uh, that I became very, very ill and feverish, and I remember somehow we ended up watching a episode of Little House on the Prairie where everyone got the typhus, and Michael Landon grabbed his gun when someone told him, and I don't know why. He, <laughs> like they knew what typhus was, I didn't know if he was gonna go like <laughs> shoot, shoot somebody. Yeah, it's gonna shoot the typhus, just firing oh, into the water supply. Damn it, river! Bam! Don't you take my family from me. So the reason it ha- the reason that's important, and like the reason that it's news, you know, because everyone always does this all like, ah, who cares about the homeless? Well, um, <laughs> diseases tend to spread. So uh, I don't know. It's just like, oh, great, <laughs> Ty- typhus is back, and there's like a huge measles outbreak from unvaccinated people. Yeah. Um... Actually, a lot of uh, websites, like I think it's Facebook and one other, are no longer going to recommend anti-vaxxer um, pages to people like, yeah, like they used good. to. So their fi- social media is finally starting to uh, fight back against um, people who want to not vaccinate their children. That's The whole anti-vaxxer thing is one of the weird places where uh, the left and the right sort of miss their calling. Because right-wing politicians say that you... Um, should not get vaccinated, right? Like that one lady, whenever she came out against anti-vaxxing in um, uh, the twenty, yeah, Michelle Bachman in the I want to say yeah. twenty twelve Republican she's, nominees. Yeah, she's a real but, piece of work. But Republican voters are all pro-vaxxing, right? Almost all of them, like ninety nine percent. But it's the Democrats who the Dem politicians say get your vaccines, but the Dem voters are the ones that say no, I don't think I will. So that's, politicians that's just the... sort of miss their mark there if they wanted to play to their base. Yeah, that's the whole like we're not so different, you and I. If you give me typhus, do I not die? If you, uh, <laughs> you know, what I mean, if you cough blood in my face, do I not get sick and then go wash my face with bleach? 
So, so I'm not really sure why that's one of those weird things where the politicians believe in opposite things from their voting base, but like no one's really stepped forward to correct it yet. Well, you got to remember too that like the only difference, like I said, with uh, with the Democrats, and you're starting to see it, and we talked about it between the the, the Republicans right now and the Democrats, is that Republicans were holding power, so anybody that had money to lobby was paying um, you know the Republicans off, and the Democrats were in this unique position where they got to kind of go. Oh, Lord, we stand for truth and justice, right? And then, like, yep. you're starting to see that as, as the Democrats begin to take back some power, there's a, there's a, uh, the party's fighting itself because, like, as they call it, the far-left factions and the Democratic... We need someone more moderate. Like, no, the people no, in the Democratic we, we do. Party... We need someone legitimately moderate, and we don't have it. We only have far-right-wing... Right left-wing people right so they're trying they're trying people don't realize how far right america is compared to the entire rest of the civilized world well they're trying to take they're trying to take um so as as democrats take power you're starting to see uh how they um what do you call it uh they're sort of kind of trying to shift closer to that uh not republican but towards that like i want to steal a p i want to appeal to the rich uh, my rich donors, right? I don't want right. to. I don't want to do this. Uh, uh, this, uh, you know, Ocasio Cortez thing. That's crazy. I want to kind of. I want to try to appease the left, but I also want to stay closer to my money, and that's yeah. that's the problem. Like when she announced the Green New Deal, there were Democrats going, "Well, that's a little bit much. Maybe we can." Um, Including Nancy Pelosi, sadly. Yeah. So that's that's you know. rough. But whenever um, I say actually... just add the word uh, news to something, whenever you want to make news segments, like here's one that I have called No Wall Womp Womp News. Um, well, that right? actually dovetails into this uh, free speech thing I was going to tell you about. All right. Um, so that's the whole thing about, yeah, it's interesting about Facebook and Twitter is um, there's a big push right now because they're they're banning people for violating their terms of service, right? Like I think Ben Shapiro got banned from Twitter, thank God. Oh, really? Was he? Yeah, I, mean, violent, cause he kept, cause I hadn't he, even heard about that. Because he kept misgendering people. Uh, like, on, on purpose. Oh, okay. I, I um, didn't and, hear anything about that. Well, so all the conservatives are freaking out because they're like, oh, conservative free speech is being suppressed. Um, well, that's hate speech, though. That's not free speech. That's just, uh, they're trying to say he should be free to, like, harass people. Well, it makes me mad because... Uh, you know, the news seems to follow the curriculum I'm teaching in my history classes. And also, once again, once again, just so everyone's on the same page here, he's is free to harass people all he fucking wants, but he's not free from consequences. And freedom of speech is not freedom of distribution. You can't yeah. just, you know, put your shit out through whatever private business you want. That's so what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, it's it. You free speech frees you from government persecution for speech, right? Right. right. So the and Twitter is not the government. Yeah. So, so, so Twitter's a private business. Yeah, the government can't come arrest uh, uh, Ben Shapiro for being an asshole. Um, but uh, he, uh, if a service or a, a vendor doesn't like what he's doing, they can refuse to distribute his stuff. Um, it's the yeah. same thing with so Laura Ingram called for uh, the RICO law to be applied against. Uh, you know, like liberal protesters, right? Because there was some right-wing nut job on a college campus uh, who, and she left this out, um, like waved a gun at one point and did a bunch of uh, crazy stuff and was kind of getting banned at campuses. So now, like, whenever he shows up to campuses, he's not banned. People like curse him out. And he was giving a speech at one point, and uh, this protester just like rang a cowbell the whole time he was talking. 
I heard something about a cowbell. Which I think is a. I said yeah. So this this uh, they rang this this person protesting this guy. Uh, uh, this guy named Strickland uh, waved a basically rang a cowbell the whole time he was talking, so no one could hear him. <laughs> so which wait. I think is a, a great way to protest. So she says that a conservative free speech on college campuses is being suppressed, and I'm like, not really. Basically, what you have here is you have two uh, two people exercising their right to free speech. It just so happens they're in the same space, and a cowbell is louder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I'd heard something about a cow. I didn't know anything more about it than just having glanced the word cowbell in freedom of speech. I'm like, okay, I'm sure that's also something. You know what this conservative speech needs is more cowbell. It needs more cowbell. But so, like, that's uh, the whole point. Free, free speech, like, I just wanted to add this real quick. Like, if you look at the law, speech, free speech ends when your speech can be, in a court of law, considered a clear and present danger. Right. That's like um, your, right? like the freedom of your fist ends where my nose begins. Exactly right. Like uh, when I used to be when I was uh, when I was security at Walmart years ago, and I was tracking shoplifters, and I got uh, they they made me once. I was like my cover's blown. Um, these people <laughs> got these people got right in my face, and they told me I was a George Zimmerman looking motherfucker, and blah blah blah. And they put their hand like right in my face. They didn't touch me, but they were like, we're gonna kick your ass. But they didn't actually touch me, right? So technically, they're exercising their right to free speech as far as their fist does not uh, start where my nose begins. Right. But yeah, you can fucking wave a cowbell all you want at a rally. Like, that's your right. Yar. So speaking of people doing whatever they want, it um it looks like Trump cannot do whatever he wants because oh, um, yeah yeah in in no wall womp womp news McConnell is finally fed up with Trump's antics and has decided to go ahead with the vote to cancel the national emergency. Well, you know, just they, like everything else, they Trump are, does. They are super close to having a veto-proof majority too. So yeah. Well, huh. well, what the the thing about like uh, the thing about Trump that is disappointing for me in a weird way is, you know, I'm a big I'm a big apocalypse fantasy guy, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I'm just like, man, I I I would welcome the apocalypse. I mean, and if you think about it, not really. The apocalypse and, uh, sucks. I mean, it makes <laughs> sense to me just because things like Mad Max is a great way to uh, romance the end of the world, right? Because yeah. you're free from uh, debt, you're free from responsibilities, you're free from anything that's currently in your life and bothering you. It all gets stripped away in an instant when the end of the world begins. It recontextualizes everything and gives you a whole new chance to be a whole new you. So well, that's <laughs> that's the romance of the situation. <laughs> new apocalypse, new you! That's a great book. Uh, we're trademarking yeah. that. That's going to be... That's gonna be the uh, the next book we write is uh, Pete and Pat New Apocalypse New You that Seven Ways to Oh the first it, the first Muckraker book like yeah, uh, officially gonna, branded blah 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 It's gonna be it's gonna be a new uh, how to how to make your life better by like New Apocalypse New <laughs> You Make your life better by ending the yeah. world <laughs> Tired of feeling like you can't get anything done and just you know your days are gray and it's hard to get out of bed Well read New Apocalypse New You. Um, in reality, what people don't realize about the apocalypse... It's easy to get out of bed when the dogs are coming. (laughs) And, uh, people are going to murder you for gasoline. (laughs) But But, yeah, like the, the, uh... I mean, yeah, you you might end up dead, but you also might end up the leader of a biker gang for a week before, uh, some young upstart overthrows you. 
I've always said, though, the thing about the apocalypse that is not appealing because I've had a little bit of experience with it is uh, when we went on that hike. If you've ever lived in a world where you poop outside, toilet paper is scarce, but mosquitoes are not. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yes, that's very true. And yes, I have. Yeah, I mean, because right now we're living in a we're living in a world where toilet paper or mosquitoes are scarce and toilet paper is plentiful. But when you reverse that, man, things suck. When you, you don't have, have a... when you don't have access to like soap in a shower, and oh. uh, you get tree sap in your sock, pretty soon that tree sap in your sock becomes tree sap in your pants. It becomes tree sap in your shirt. It becomes tree sap everywhere and in both of your socks, and you can't get rid of it for a long time. I'm just saying, if you've ever gotten a mosquito bite on your balls, uh, you know the apocalypse ain't all sunshine and roses. But my, my main point is Trump keeps, like, leading us to, like, I'm like, okay, this is where he dissolves the government. And everyone's like, what about what about the Senate? And he's all like, eh, I am the Senate, okay, sad. Like, and Eric Trump comes out looking like a Jar Jar Binks. I'm going to, oh, yeah. I felt that we give my father absolute power, okay? <laughs> Me, Sadan, <laughs> going to make America great again. <laughs> I like how um, Jar Jar Binks turned uh, slave talk from racist to uh, Star Wars. Well, yeah, he was like a kind of a. If you look at, if you watch the Star Wars, both him and that giant flying mosquito thing are pretty fucking racist caricatures. What's the mosquito supposed to be? Uh, Jewish guy. Oh, all right, yeah, because yeah. of the long snout nose. I get, I get it. If you look at, if you look at like anti-Semitic cartoons, but yeah, Trump keeps leading us to the edge of the apocalypse, and you go. All right, well, at least shit's about to get interesting because he's going to seize the reins of absolute power. And then but it's not he takes, because he's really stupid. Yeah, he takes us right to the edge, and then he goes to fucking Mar Largo to finger his butthole or whatever it is he does there, you know? like He certainly doesn't um, have sex with uh, Melania because they don't even hang out anymore. Did you see, like, the thing from last night whenever he went to visit, like, some graves for a fo- oh. for some photo ops? No, I did it, not see that. It was amazing because the photos came out of him and Melania holding hands and walking around and looking at the graves. But the person he was with was not Melania. It was a it was a body double. It was clearly not Melania. It looked nothing like her. This person was at least twenty years older. That's really weird. Why would you have a body double? I I don't know. Well, because actual Melania doesn't hold his hand in public, so he probably wanted someone to hold his hand while he walked around. And uh, this person was like the entire internet was yeah was like yeah this is not her look at the jawline look at the nose look at the ears look at every visible part of her face but she was wearing giant ass sunglasses right was it Trump Jr. in a wig I mean it might have been except it was all like grotesque and wrinkly and sunburnt Daddy's Daddy's finally gonna hold my hand I feel <laughs> validated Yep Um Yeah Oh so let me let me throw this out there so in, in a little bit of follow up news remember the um. The two women we were talking about that went to join ISIS yeah. uh, in, in the same way that we're just like, Apocalypse, yay! And then just like us in the Apocalypse going, this is terrible, boo! Right, right. Um, and they might... The uh, the one woman who They, they from might England, lose their citizenship, or their, what do you call it, their stateship, rather. Yeah. Uh, the woman from uh, from Britain, uh, Shamima Begum, her, uh, she was pregnant at the time. We broke the story. Um, her, uh, she had her, her child and he died in a, uh, refugee camp. Like the, the baby died. Well, that sucks. Yeah. And it just kind of calls attention to like, I mean, you say what you will about like this person went to join ISIS and we're not gonna let him come back, but refugee camps are not places for children, man. You know? Yeah. 
At the very least, if you want to kick her out, I mean, that's a whole that, different kettle of fish, but send a baby back to Britain or that, somewhere better, you know? That's why Trump's baby cages at the Mexican border is so fucking horrifying. And it's still going on and being expanded, by the way. Just because the news isn't covering it anymore doesn't mean it stopped. That was one of those things. Liberals, I feel like the liberal movement has this thing that I hate in which um, I feel like people enjoy being outraged a little bit. And I'm not saying the outrage isn't legitimate, but it's not a the problem with emotional like you know this is an emotionally upsetting thing, is it doesn't have staying power and right. people will tire out and they will go away and they will find something else to be outraged about, and they won't stick with this problem needs to be fixed you know yeah it's the um it actually reminds me of something that has nothing to do with atrocities, which uh-huh. is um this one YouTuber Boogie two nine eight eight was talking about his movie rating skill where he's like you know an excellent movie a ten would be like Pulp Fiction and and he names a few other films. You know, a one would be, like, The Room, and he names a few others. And he's like, five would be average. It's where you get exactly what you expect, like every Marvel movie. And whenever I hear him say that, I'm like, okay, I hear you, but that is bullshit because Marvel movies are fucking phenomenal. Just because they are consistently phenomenal doesn't mean they should get punished with the five. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that um, five. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put all the Marvel movies in a five. It's, um, be- it's because they're consistent and expected, so just because they blow your mind, well, you expected them to, so five. Like, yeah, damn it! I think the, I think the last... Um, <clears throat> but that's the, that's what the, happens to atrocities, is uh, it goes from a, a registering as a 10 for, you know, this is baby cages and children dying in prison is horrible, to, eh, well, we expect it to happen. Of course Trump murders children, it's just a five now, whatever. Yeah, it's the it's the normalizing of of horror, yeah, that's the problem. And people kind of, like, just stop, you know, like being... They just kind of, like, they go back to their lives and they forget that, oh, no, this is still happening. Um, not to mention that, like, uh, <clears throat> thousands of those kids were, like, sexually assaulted and all this stuff, like, while they were in... Yeah, that's why they don't, don't allow the media in anymore. They don't allow any cameras in there because they need for their workers to be able to just walk around molesting children in their baby cages uh, I just... without anything, without any consequences. Mm-hmm. I just say that anytime, uh, <clears throat> anytime, any anything is going on, there should just be someone with a camera there. I think that's fair because if you're worried about it being filmed, then maybe don't do it. So, um, God, okay. So this week I have like over nine thousand different stories to get through because instead of there being like one big story to focus on, just tons and tons of little stuff happened, including yeah. stuff that didn't have anything to do with Trump. So that's weird. The news, but, the news, the news this week has been like a bunch of little poops where you're like, I think I'm done. Nope, there's some more. Okay, I'm done now. And then you wipe, and then you're like, oh, nope, there's some more. Yeah, it's like the whenever you take a really giant dump, but then there's like a ton of little aftershocks. And it's like, oh, what the, what the how long has it been since I pooped last? Oh, I've been <laughs> holding this in for weeks. Oh, this is quite the backlog. <laughs> I've got <That> after poops. <laughs> so, oh my God. Uh, first, the first story I have listed is uh, holy. Uh, oh God, I don't know how to pronounce that word. Emoluments clause, Batman. Emoluments, emoluments. Uh, emoluments, yeah. Yeah, holy emoluments so. clause, Batman. Trump tweeted about his stupid business with his official account, making more money off of his presidency, and they made Jimmy Carter give up his peanut farm. Like, what the fuck? He just blatantly advertises on his official president account now. Well, you know, if you remember, I filled out that Trump questionnaire where they're like, how's the president doing? And where they fucked up was they left a space for me to write in other for each question. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I just went through like 20 questions like, you're a piece of shit. Your children are a piece of shit. <laughs> you, should, you should be a piece of shit, but not president. Anyway, so now they keep emailing me. And what's interesting about these emails, because uh, clearly they didn't read my things, they wouldn't be like, Mr. Trump knows you can count on your support. But they're getting, <laughs> they're getting increasingly more desperate for smaller amounts of money. Uh, like the last one that came out was like, uh, he needs your support for the race in 2020. Just for just three dollars, you could meet Trump in Ohio and have a word with him and have dinner with him and then take a picture that'll last forever. And I go, Jesus Christ, you guys are begging for like three dollars now. Yeah. While he was out there with the the bitey double of uh, Melanie, as he calls her, he was uh, signing Bibles. Just speaking of uh, meeting Trump. That's also weird, and they didn't get enough coverage. Like. What you're you signing Bibles like that's that's an insane amount of like demigoggery where someone's like this is the most holy text given from my Lord to me will you sign it Mr President uh, I don't know I mean I don't know that didn't really bother me so much it's just like yeah of course he would they probably think he's the author yeah that's the I'll... thing is just like it it bothers me because like. It's just, it, uh, you're having him sign your most sacred text. What are you doing? Yeah. So um, I don't have a lot of notes about CPAC. I only have uh, the fact that Trump called the Mueller probe bullshit. And, well, he called it a uh, an un... Oh, wait. Never mind. So, someone else called it an unprecedented display of profanity. Uh, but that's just, that, that is bizarre that he's just swearing in public again. They finally got, goes early in the campaign in like 20... 15? In 2015, yeah. Trump was still swearing, but then they got him to stop, and he hasn't sworn again until recently, and he's starting to swear more and more publicly in cameras. But he talked for like two and a half hours. It's, now, if anyone's curious what CPAC is, good. If you don't know what it is, that means you're a good person. But it's just like this conservative thing where Glenn Beck gets up to talk, and uh, the MyPello guy gets up to talk. No, for real, the MyPello guy had like this whole talking point where he's trying to talk about how Jesus see Trump is. And well, to be fair, this... the MyPello guy uh, got hooked on heroin real bad, reformed, found <laughs> Jesus, made a made millions of dollars off of a pillow. So he's got kind of a weird character arc. I think he'd be a good Marvel superhero. Yeah, sounds or at like least it, a, actually. At least, a, at least a super villain, you know. Super uh, but yeah, villain that, that, sounds more the, this, correct. Trump, so Trump so, has this. Go ahead. But he just—he was talking like his brain had fallen out of his ear the whole time he was there. He was just rambling and saying incoherent, weird shit that should get him removed from his presidency. Just like the breaking that one clause that says you can't make money off your presidency should get him removed. Yeah. But whatever, Trump just breaks laws and does weird, horrifying shit well, like he. Like, most people breathe, just constantly. Here's what, here's what I can tell you about the CPAC and the stuff I've seen from him lately. As, as a guy who's done stand-up and has seen a lot of bad stand-up, um, uh, he, like, the other day he tweeted about Hillary, or he said something at CPAC about Hillary, and Hillary posted on Twitter uh, a meme from that movie Mean Girls where she goes, the, the, the girls go, why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> um, so I think what it is is like he's doing terribly and maybe some part of his aged rotten brain realizes that he's floundering and like no one likes him and he's not getting anything done. And so he does this thing that the stand-up comedians do where like their material's not working, right? The new material's not working so they go, ah, let me go back into the old stuff. But then like that old stuff's no longer relevant because those events have passed and he's like, oh no, the old stuff that used to work isn't working. <laughs> Disaster! Okay. 
Yeah. All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to kind of go off the top of my head. That'll get him back, and it doesn't. Ooh. Yeah, he just, he has, it's a he has all the makings of a... disaster. Yeah, he has all the makings of like a sweaty, failing uh, stand-up open mic comic. That reminds me of, uh, what's his name, Gil from The Simpsons? Old Gil, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, let old Gil be a president again. Come on, I gotta get yeah. in the cell, or the Russians are gonna break my kneecaps. I can't do a yeah, good he's... Gil voice, but... Uh, yeah, to, to tie into that, what's really I'm interesting sort of leaning is... more towards Cowardly Lion. Like, come on, come on! Put up the wall, put it up, put it up. <laughs> put up the wall. Yeah, I can see um, that. Yeah, he is the cowardly lion because he pretends to be really brave, but he's just like, oh, no, they're going to get me. Uh, speaking of, uh, oh, yeah, that actually reminds me. Remember whenever Trump thought someone was attacking him at one of his rallies and he freaked the fuck out and threw himself behind one of the, uh, so, what do you call it? One of his secret guards. Service? Yeah, Secret yeah. Service guards. And he's like, oh, and he just ran off the stage like he was shitting his pants. Speaking of um, shitting pants in fear, Roger Stone is still somehow free after continuously breaking his gag order all weekend long. Um, I like to think that uh, they're just saving it up for Stone. Um, he, because when he, I, He's when breached I, the gag order five times now. He has a book that he's going to release talking about the case, and the judge demands to know, well, why didn't you tell me about that? And he's still free after that. He keeps putting up like, Instagram well, posts. When, of, when was the book written? Uh, before all this, but he can't talk okay. about it during the gag order. So I it, mean, it was slated to be released, but this is something he should have told the judge about during the hearing. Should, but that's a gray area. If the book was already written before the gag order, then like you know, it wasn't like he went over a long weekend and wrote a new book, right? Right. I think Stone's gonna go to jail. Although it was kind of bullshit. Manafort got sentenced, then they gave him four years, which is, I guess, a long time in old white man years. But it's also kind of unfair because he should have gotten a lot longer. It goes back to the old Chappelle show sketch where you know, what if um, drug dealers were treated like rich white people? Oh yeah, and yeah, uh, what, what really, if rich was... white people were treated like drug dealers? Where um, they yeah. went to that one guy's house, shot his dog, and punched his wife. Yeah. It's it's a lot of just like I guess there are a lot of rich old white people holding their breath when he got sentenced and went, oh thank God the system is still fucked. Yeah yeah of course it's very much as now the the bright side is and we'll know about this in a week or two if this uh, pans out. He has a second sentencing. And Good. at the second sentencing, the judge may say, ten, uh, he may give him another 10 years and say they must be consecutive. Now, consecutive yes. is good. That means 14 years. If they're concurrent, that means it's just 10 years because the the years all overlap. In other words, um, if he gets like another five years, but they're concurrent, then that's only five years in jail because he serves the two sentences concurrently. Where if, the, should... if they're consecutively, then it's one, then the other. And this other judge be... is not going to be the, the same deplorable sack of shit the current judge that gave him four years is. Yeah, I, I want him to get, I would love for him to get an Old West, you know, hanging judge where he's just like, Mr. Manafort, may God have mercy on your soul. I sentence you to hang. And then someone like whispers in the judge's ear like, ah, you can't, you can't sentence, you can't sentence him to hang. It's not a, it's not a capital crime. Life, life Holy. in prison. Yeah, um, the, um, yeah, but well, like, with the four with the four years, he got less than four years actually. Uh, the recommended sentence was twenty four years, and so he way lowballed it. Did the judge forget the two? Maybe it was just a clerical error where the judge is like four years. No, nah, I mean, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Wait, I'm sorry. Twenty four years. Sorry, my hand was covering up the two. Twenty four years. Uh, and he's just he's one of those people that 
like Trump, how Trump never wants to be wrong if he says the wrong thing. Human traffic. He's trying to say human trafficking, but he said something like human suitcases. Oh, and also human trafficking. <laughs> it's one of those things. <laughs> oh, I sent you to four years. Oh, shit, that's a two. Nope, four years, four years. I, I'm never wrong. But I no, like this, this judge actually has a long history of being a piece of shit, so... Yeah, uh, that's what um, happens whenever the GOP gets to load the courts with um, people that are friendly to whites. Rich, well, rich, I rich mean, white people. If you're poor, you, you still don't get off easy. Even as a judge, I don't know, man. It seems like it'll be fun. Just throw the book at everyone. You're the fucking judge. Yeah. Just be like, what's the maximum sentence? Bam! Got it. Good. It's the law. I'm the law. You know, if I was a judge, I swear to God I would go into court every day with a Judge Dread helmet on. <laughs> And when they were like, 24 years, judge, I'd be like, I am the law. I am the law. I'd be disbarred really, really quickly. Possibly. Uh, Speaking would... of, uh, Cohen was just disbarred, so that's weird. Yeah, it's weird that it took him that long to yeah. wait, but, uh, yeah. Uh, but, old, I mean, at least old... stuff's happening. Yeah, Cohen's given up a lot, man. Like, he, he is, uh, it's crazy that he gave up as much as he did, and he is still going to jail. Yeah. But, I mean... I mean, part of the reason why he's giving up this much is because he's going to jail, so he just wants to fuck everyone on his way down. Well, that's the which, thing. Yeah, like... which makes me thrilled, and absolutely I'm starting to see. I'm starting to see why the right liked Cohen whenever he was still on their side, because whenever you have an asshole that's just trying to fuck everyone, it really does feel vindicating if he's trying to fuck people you want to see fucked. Yeah, 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 that's the thing about Cohen. Say whatever you will about him, he's a good guy, bad guy, whatever. Uh, Cohen is really, like, if he was a superhero, his, uh, his superpower would be, like, legally fucking people over. Uh, you know, he's, um, also suing, uh, the Trump organization. For the legal fees, which is great. For, yeah, yeah, all, yeah. For Hope all he gets the legal his money. fees to his, the Kate, right, right now, while he's, um, fucking everyone over legally, he wants Trump to pay for it. So, you know, who's really the better deal maker? Trump, who did not get Mexico to pay for the wall? Yeah, that's what... Or Cohen, who was prosecuting <laughs> Trump and making Trump pay for it? I'll turn state's evidence and make Mexico pay for it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm 100% on board with that. Yeah. So, Fucking, oh, my God. Um, so, guess what else? So, oh, go ahead. There, well, the, going back to the uh, the Manafort thing real quick, I didn't even know that you could be sentenced to this, but I was uh, I was watching, rewatching American Gangster last night based on real New York gangster from, like, the 60s, Frank Lucas, who imported a ton of heroin. Um, so he got sentenced to, like, 40 years plus life probation. Huh. So he's like an old, old man right now. He got out in 1991. I think he's still alive. He's old as shit now. He's still on probation. And I'm like, that's the very least Manafort should have gotten is like, your sentence plus life probation. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, he should have gotten 24 years plus life probation. And Manafort, he doesn't look it, but he's much older than he appears. So 24 years would by far be a death sentence for him. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, um, he still might get 24 years if his second sentencing, you know, really throws the book at him hard, which I think the second judge will just because the first judge was so judge went so went so light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought there was mandatory minimum sentencing. No. I didn't realize the recommended sentencing could be 24 years and you could go, meh, one year. Oh. Yeah. yeah, there was no mandatory minimum for a treason. Well, actually, actually, what they're hitting him with this time was about the tax fraud stuff. Right. You know, in all the time I've been alive, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody besides... Did they get Chelsea Manning for treason? Or Edward Snowden for treason? Uh, Chelsea Manning's back in jail now. Fun fact. 
Yeah, what did what did what did she do to get back in jail? I saw that, but I didn't read into it. She was called to uh, testify on WikiLeaks, and she refused, so they put her back in jail. Well, that's weird because can't you like refuse to testify and like pleading the fifth, or just no, say I don't want to? Not if you're indicted. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, well, I bet Manning has more time in jail than uh, uh, what's his name uh, Manafort. I bet. Probably. Uh, she's sentenced to jail either until she agrees to testify or until um, this current, um, what do you call it, jury dissolves. Once the jury, the special jury or whatever it's called about the uh, Mueller case is gone, then yeah. then she can go free. For, Man, for, the, for, the, life, for the life of the <clears throat> jury, I think it was phrased. Or Grant. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know how I feel because I, I, like, I'm, I'm not as familiar with uh, Chelsea Manning as I, I, I was. Um, I'm glad that the documents were revealed in the, like the WikiLeaks and stuff, but also I think that WikiLeaks is now, it was kind of a power to the people thing because they're publishing stuff kind about of, the government yeah, that we I need mean, to know, but was, it became, it became weaponized. I was sort of on their side, uh, when they first appeared because I liked the yeah. idea of it, but I didn't realize whenever they were talking about transparency, they were full of shit. And actually yeah. all they wanted was just to be a, um, a weapon against the Democrats, disguise, right. masquerading as um, transparency. Yep, exactly. And, and that's, they that's all they are. Yeah. And they are absolutely a propaganda branch of the Republicans. I mean, not Republicans, of the Russians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it became a misinformation campaign. And like, yeah, I was just like, well, that's depressing. I was really excited. Um, and then that's the thing about like all those dumps, right? It was... Nobody really. This is what's crazy. The, no one yeah, really the, talked the about Podesta the fucking. Emails. No one really talked about the fucking Paradise Papers. Paradise Papers. Now what's that? Oh my God! See what I mean? Even us with our journalistic integrity haven't talked about it. Um, the Paradise Papers were, uh, I believe they were called the Paradise Papers. Where it was a little bit after the WikiLeaks dumps, but it was this huge dump uh, of secret information about how the ultra wealthy and like governments and stuff are hiding their money in like the Caymans and whatnot. Oh. A huge, like, someone should have gone after these people. This is, like, massive tax fraud and stuff. All these wealthy people are, are hiding their money, right? Well, and it came out that's actually, all that's happened. actually legal. But it's, um, it looks grotesque, but it's legal to hide your money. Well, it shouldn't be, and someone should do something about it. But, should. Eh. But here's the thing. It's, um, like I was floundering trying to explain how propaganda worked in another episode. The, um, the people that have the money pay the politicians to pass bills that are good for people with the money. And if you don't have money, then why would politicians do anything for you? Because if they do anything for you, it's going to hurt the people with the money. The people with the money, the wealthy benefactors of the mostly the Republicans right now, because the Republicans are largely in charge, uh, they get to, the, he who has the gold makes the rules. That's all it is. Yeah. And also, they can hire all the best propagandists to convince the voters that voting against their own best interests is good for them. And they're very good at doing this because they've convinced a lot of people to vote against their best interests. That's why um, people are so scared of socialism, boogeyman. Well, I'll tell you, we should be scared because, of this. I... Because um, that would be very bad for rich people, so they want people to um, keep voting in ways that make the rich just a little bit richer. So, uh, yeah, I'll give you the, I'll give you the brief on the, the um, Paradise Papers real quick. Uh, and this is maybe why, because it was too much for the world to digest. 13.4 million confidential electronic documents relating to offshore investments that were leaked to German reporters. Right. Um, Companies named were, uh, there were companies like Apple, like Nike, there's a whole bunch of companies. Um, countries named, you ready for this? Countries that are involved in like, in this, this dirty, dirty, dirty money thing? Yes. 
Uh, and I wish I could do it like uh, the Animaniacs because there's so many countries. Peru. Yeah. Bolivia. Yeah, I remember that song well. Algeria, Angola, and Ghana, and Kenya, Liberia, Nigeria, Uganda, India, Indonesia, Japan, Kazakhstan, Pakistan, Austria, France, oh, Greece, Ireland, Lithuania, Montenegro, Serbia, Spain, and Switzerland, Turkey, United Kingdom, Ukraine, Israel, Jordan, Saudi Arabia, Syria, Canada, Costa Rica, Mexico, United States, Argentina, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, and I'm out of countries. Yeah, all those countries were involved. <laughs> you know what's wonderful is that the voice of Yakko can actually do that entire song off the top of his head, even today. He does a really cool show called Talkin' Tunes where they take famous movie uh, uh, clips and he does uh, Yakko and then someone else. Whatever voice actor he has, it'll be like... Uh, um, it'll be like one of the babies from Rugrats doing a scene from uh, Pulp Fiction. Nice. Yeah, it's really fun. But yeah, so the point is these documents came out about how like how these people and countries are hiding their money. Um, the details were made public in 2017 and stories are still being released. Yeah, we're not talking about any of it. Speaking of not talking about stuff, um, I just want to give you by the numbers. I uh so we're god 43 minutes into our um recording session and we've yeah. covered three bullet points on page 1 of 4 and I have five pages. <laughs> well, I guess like, you just like I take... said that this week has been very full. I guess you just have to take the headlines and then just do them like the uh like the Animaniacs song. <laughs> McConnell is fucked. Da, 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 da. So um maybe that's, that's maybe that's what bring... we'll... That actually brings almost... us to um, a good segue into my new segment, the Lightning Round Roundup. The Lightning Round Roundup has been put together because just so much shit happened that the best I can do is just bullet point stuff that I can read off, but we really don't have time to discuss. Are you ready? So let's let's hold on. So I, I want to add one. I want to add one thing to Lightning Round Roundup. All right. Uh, let's call let, or let let's, we can call it Lightning Round Roundup, but let's do a game of Lightning Round Roundup word association. You drop the headline, I give you the word I associate with it, then we move on to the next headline. We could do that, but I have sentences, not headlines. Okay, sentences, and then I give you the, like my one-word response, and then we move on. That sounds great. Okay, let's All do right. it. <clears throat> uh, Number North, one. North Korea is back to building missiles. Boom. <laughs> McConnell's chances of winning re-election in 2020 is on the decline. Pull him in the shell. <laughs> Your hands and feet, you turtle bastard. Yep. Uh, several strategies are in place to seize all of Trump's assets, even while he's still in office. No, my porcelain doll collection. <laughs> A judge tracks down the citizenship question on the new census, which Trump tried to um, put in place. If you strike down my citizenship, I shall become more American than you can possibly imagine. Ooh, that's good. Uh, Trump attempted to prevent CNN from merging with another company just to be petty, uh, specifically Time Warner and AT&T from merging. His attempt to do this was blocked. Who's a petty girl? Who's a petty girl? You are. Make like a new cat owner and be petty, Trump? We'll show you. All right. McConnell is now publicly speaking out against Trump's national emergency and even went on TV to admit he was arguing with Trump over it. Uh, said the turtle to the moron. <laughs> While, uh, while we disliked Obama killing people with drones, we'll never know what the death toll is up to anymore because Trump took it upon himself to stop anyone from releasing that information. So much for transparency. To be fair, he can't count that high anyway. <laughs> 
Trump called Tim Cook Tim Apple, so that was trending for a bit. Uh, what? <laughs> Tim Cook's the CEO of Apple, so Trump called him Tim Apple because he's a dotard. Anyway. You know what? I love my new I, I Cook phone, okay? The the White House Communications Director, Bill Shine, resigns. Air Force Security, uh, Heather Wilson resigns. The new job report is a total and complete disaster. Uh, I don't even have one for that. <laughs> it's, only, it's quitting time. Uh, the House begins a massive probe as uh, Ted Lieu announces on last Sunday that uh, the House Judiciary Committee is launching a massive and very broad investigation into Trump and 81 other people and entities around him, including family members, every single one of his children, except for Ivanka. The other two don't count. Bend over and grab your socks, Trump family. Here comes the probe. The impeachment wars have begun. They have. No, wait, I, I, f I fucked up the Yoda quote. Begun the impeachment wars have. There we go, that's better. All right, is that everything? Uh, crimes being uncovered. On Tuesday, the New York Department of Financial Services issued a nine-page subpoena to the insurance broker of the Trump organization. Well, everybody likes to think of their subpoena as nine pages, but the average length of the average man's subpoena is about four to five pages. I always liked hearing that because, uh, well, anyway, never mind. I was going to say, because I doubled it. Anyway. All right. So uh, do you want to jump into the next section, the checkup? Yeah. In my head, all I'm thinking is like, ah, subpoena, 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 subpoena. <laughs> That's basically what's going on right now. So how are the trademarks going in China? Um, the U.S. has just been sued for blocking its cells. And so not great. Well, the weird thing about this trade war is like, look, I don't like Trump's trade war, but I'm also not on the side of China. They're really good at using the system. Um, they steal intellectual property. They have this law, I don't know if you know this, if you want to like, say, take your products and your company to China, uh, China's like, okay, man, cool. But guess what? Half of your company has to be owned by a Chinese entity and we are going to steal all the technology. Basically, like, your company has to open your door to a uh, another company so they can kind of like come in and look at your technology like it's kind of it's it's kind of fucked like china's real good at what they do definitely wouldn't want to like be a chinese citizen in the way they treat their their uh their, their their people and they're they're really good at using uh i mean shit man remember we talked about china's got like a 10 a 20 a 100 year plan we're just winging it here yeah yeah Especially right now, because most people only are interested in the next quarter of the year, because that's the fiscal quarter, right? They want to maximize yeah. their profits for that next fiscal quarter to push up their shareholders' wealth by just a teeny tiny bit. And then they're like, yay, and then they move on to the next quarter. I mean, uh, the be future be damned. You, always be careful when you're dealing with a people who built a wall, a wall using multiple generations of humans who then would die and become part of the wall. Those are people who can get shit done. Speaking of uh, the wall, GOP senators who could vote against Trump now stands at 15. So that's fine. Like I was saying earlier, um, they are almost at a um, veto-proof majority. Uh, oh, you know how um, things are going in North Korea, though? Yeah, I was going to bring that up earlier. Uh, apparently, uh, what they got from those talks is we should build more nuclear launch sites. So, and South Korea has uh, confirmed that North Korea is prepping for missile launches. So uh, that uh, Trump actually seemed to have made things worse this time. So good job, well, you bloated bastard. Well, the thing is, so I think we're going to have to get to a point because things have been bungled in North Korea so badly 
Um, I think we're going to have to get to a point where, as horrible as they are, we're going to have to deal with them on the terms of them having launch-capable nukes yeah. like that can reach other places. I don't think that this whole death to America, I don't think they're going to launch nukes at America because he wants to stay in power, and he knows if he launches nukes, it's all over, right? Yar. Um, the reason the United States won't try like some one of their shitty CIA invasions is because anything we do, they still have the limited nuclear capability to devastate South Korea, maybe Japan. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It would be a mess. Uh, but like, even if they could launch it and hit other countries, it's just sort of like, well, we're gonna have to readjust our strategy now because like they're they've been allowed to kind of advance the technology and like this administration has completely bungled you know anything at all to like kind of bring them into the fold. So, speaking of bringing people into the fold, uh, how are things going in Saudi Arabia? Uh, I'm going to assume that they're beheading people for jaywalking now, because I haven't been paying attention. <laughs> yeah, GOP senators are now calling the crown prince, quote, full gangsta, and his actions are, quote, not acceptable. So, okay, yeah, things I are getting worse. I thought you meant, like, they were, they were going to call him, like... We is the the uh, the GOP would like to say that because uh, his name is uh, I can't remember his full name but it's like everyone calls him MSB. Uh, we'd like to extend a resolution calling MSB uh, full gangster. Uh, what up, player? <laughs> I thought you meant by that that they were just like we wish that we had some of your swag. Yar. So uh, now well, that what'll the... happen? What what what'll happen? Because I was reading a news story on this. Here's what happens in Saudi Arabia. Yes. Every time there's a new, you know, it's it's run by one family. It's a kingdom. Every time there's like a new prince that takes over, the whole Western world, instead of looking at that person who they is, who they are, and what they do, mm -hmm. they go Saudi Arabia is getting a new prince, and he likes disco and like so like they <laughs> it's like a puff piece and they're like saudi arabia finally becoming more liberal meanwhile they're fucking hacking people's fucking heads off like you know in the back room yeah. and every time this person turns out to be terrible and tightens the reins they did it with msb he did like the western book tour and they're like new prince of saudi arabia meets oprah discusses his feelings on sisterhood of the traveling pants tonight at six and like, fucking meanwhile, people in Saudi Arabia are like, no, this guy's killing, this guy's, he killed a dog for fun. Yeah. Maybe that's, um, maybe that's the thing. Like, we keep saying the deplorables don't know much. Maybe they actually know a lot, but not in the right context. So they hear these news stories saying they're going more liberal. And the deplorables are like, oh, yeah, well, let's look and see what Saudi Arabia is up to. They killed a dog for fun. Oh, the liberals well, kill well, dogs for fun and behead remember people. Remember the one, the one thing I can't that, look uh. The liberals, oh, no. The one thing conservatives fear more than the left, brown Sharia people. law. Yeah. Huh? I was going to say Sh brown people. They are fucking, they like, they, they talk about Sharia law like the way people talked yeah. about the One Ring in the Lord of the Rings movies. Well, that's just what the wealthy propagandists do. They use buzzwords to scare people. But yeah, they but they want like autocratic Christian Old Testament law, which I go, you know, the Old Testament and like the uh, the yeah, Quran are like you should be stoned to death for wearing mixed fibers. Are you wearing a yeah. cotton and polyester shirt? Well, you should be put to fucking death according to the Bible. And no, that is not a law that was ever undone with um, Jesus's crucifixion, like the food laws were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You that's, should that's still the... to this day be put to death for daring to mix fibers in your clothing, sir or madam. It's a he's a new savior and he's talking with Oprah about mixed fibers. <laughs> so uh, now that the Trump shutdown's over, do you know how things are going with uh, the border? Smoother, right? Oh man, well more more people, and I feel bad about this, but more and more people uh, are showing up to get help, and it's overwhelming everything. Uh, and I'm just 
Speaking, speaking of more people showing up for help, the Department of Justice has stopped hiring new judges for immigration cases because they're out of money. Womp womp. Yeah, well, okay. they want to make it as they they want to make it as bad as possible because they need this boogeyman. And I feel so bad for these people, but also I want to go down to the border and go, no, go away, not now. Wait, like wait till twenty twenty. This is a bad time. Don't come yet. Wait, this is awful. Twenty twenty one. Because twenty twenty is like when the election's happening. They yeah, get I mean, sworn in 2021. Has anybody thought about putting up a giant door with a little slot on it so when people come and they're like, can we come to the United States? We open the slot and we go, no one gets to see the wizard. No way, no how. And then Nobody like, gets to see it. America. Not no way, not how. Not no how. Yeah. There's one last checkup person. Do you what? know how R. Kelly's doing? Dude, dude, dude. I, I, uh, he, he had a meltdown on an interview, which was weird. Um... That he had a meltdown like that, and my favorite part of that meltdown was he was just like, "Y'all are trying to kill me! I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids!" <laughs> and then like the next day they go, "R. Kelly is in jail for owing $160,000 in child support." R. Kelly's in jail. Yeah. Um. So I guess like uh, you wanted that relationship, but you did not want to pay child support. Also, one of his kids wrote a letter that was like, "Yeah, we know he's a piece of shit. We know we know he's been like this for a while." So uh, we can finally move on to the next bullet point. <laughs> uh, in um, insurance fraud perpetrator in chief news, uh, it has been revealed. That's look, look, look. I love you to death. Yes. But that's that's probably you got to You got to think like uh, you got to do like Trump. That's not gonna, that's not going <laughs> to stick in the election. People are going to be like tax fraud and perpetrator in chief. Ah, it's too long. They're gone. That's um, Stephen Colbert actually had a joke about that with um, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer trying to reveal like the new Democratic platform, and it was like 15 paragraphs long. Yep. Yeah, because they're like they're like old parents that are trying to be cool. Yep. Uh, but they also want to get all of the information in there. Yeah. Exactly. I Meanwhile, Trump's very simple, very stupid. So that's why he's like build a wall, and all of his followers well, no, are like, no, we don't no, want wall don't wall don't perpetrate that myth. Trump isn't the yeah, one yeah, that came up with that. I know, I know. That it was, was that was the Rush, that was the propaganda arm of Russia, and God bless them. They've been trying to come up with propaganda since the eighties. They they they've been losing the propaganda world for a long time. They, they finally, finally figured, they figured out, it out that uh, the best way to reach um, the deplorables is with uh, monosyllabic vernaculars. Yeah, exactly. Just like real quick, like it's like uh, you know when you were brand, when you were made fun of in school, like the weirdest. I tell you what, real quick. I know we're running out of time, but like, uh, the the way I got made fun of the most, and it was the crazy, most organic way I got made fun of once was I was in the lunchroom and I spilled my drink. Yeah. And this kid goes, "Hey, everybody, Peter spilled his tea." <laughs> and what made it, what made it, <laughs> that stick, is something kids would do. And what made it stick was he started a chant. It was like lock her up, but he was like, "Peter spilled his tea. Peter spilled his tea. Peter spilled his tea." And like the whole lunchroom is just like, ah, Peter spilled his tea. Peter spilled his tea. Because it just like, it works. It's just like, it's like, lock her up. Lock build her. that wall. You know what I mean? Peter um, T. And then sometimes I would just, I would, like weeks later, I would just be in the lunchroom, not doing anything, but like standing in line. And this somebody would just start going, Peter spilled his tea. Peter spilled his tea. And I assume that kid went on to run Cambridge Analytica and the Trump campaign. Probably, yeah. Thank God that he was just trying him out then and that he wasn't like, Peter's a criminal. Lock him up. Lock him up. <laughs> You'd be in jail right now. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 just got to have that, like, that oomph, oomph, oomph. Like, it's got to, like, yeah. 
Yep. So, and um, insurance fraud per trader in Chinese. You're a fucking old white man. That's what you are. Yeah. All right, I got it. I'm gonna trade this rap thing. Tax evasion, like uh, tax fraud. Um, yeah, boy. Now they know that you are stumped about this Trump, but let me get you over this news hump. Oh, dun, dun, now you dun, sound like dun, that dun, Christian dun, dun, rap from the 80s. Dun, like, dun, hey, dun, 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 Jesus can be cool. <laughs> let me drop some Leviticus 513 on you. <laughs> All right, I need to be able to breathe to get through this. So in 2000, it's been revealed in 2005, Trump took $17 million in um, insurance. For her or for hurricane damage to Mar-a-Lago. Oh, I love this story. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. I love uh, it. The uh, the Associated Press found um, no evidence of damage to his property. So when pressed on it, tr- back then Trump admitted to pocketing quote some of the money. Well, what was funny Best about it too fraud. was any normal person when, would be arrested for this. When but they, again, Trump's well, above the law, even his past when, crimes. When they asked him about it too, he just goes like, you know, uh, there is damage. We've got. Spanish tiles, we've got paintings, the palm trees, like just he's just like naming stuff that's at the resort. Um, sorry, continue because I got I got a kicker for this one too. I know that that's all the info I have on it. Oh, that's great. just he, right, he's so, above he's above the law. Who cares if he commits insurance fraud? He can just get away with it. Al Capone went away for tax fraud. I mean, I hope they get Trump on something. I don't even care what. Well, here's the greatest thing about that story that you missed. Hmm. So. Okay, he may or may not have committed insurance fraud. How will you prove it, you might ask? How would you prove something like that that happened so long ago? How? There's no evidence of it, right? I mean, like, there's no direct photographic evidence of it, right? Right. Well, that's where you're wrong. Oh? Because Trump Jr. had his wedding there oh, right no. after that. And so- who did he have photograph it? But Getty fucking images. There are thousands of photos of the place. Right after he committed insurance fraud, showing all aspects of Mar Largo. Holy shit! Ah, oh, that's wonderful. And the truth shall set you free. That was a good movie. Uh, the fucking bit is blow. Yeah, man. Um, so three, three more major um, stories, and uh, we can wrap it up. Sweet, like a hot dog. Uh, let's see where are we wrap at? it up wrap, wrap it up, up. <laughs> wrap it up i need i need more tea uh, it's all the way in the fridge all right let's see the next part um so uh the democrat database news aka the good people database as i call it because it turns out that um the fears during the obama era that uh conservatives are going to be put in databases and monitored were just more projection leaked documents revealed a list and database put together by the U.S. government that includes activists, lawyers, and journalists who were covering the happenings at the border. Border officials monitored them, put marks on their passports, made them subject to excessive inspections, questioned them about what they saw and who they talked to, and tried to harass them into going home. The Homeland Security source also said a dossier was put together on each individual. I know I saw this, and all I could think was like, man... I wonder if me and Patrick are on that list. I want to be on that list. We should have gone to the border. Then we could actually be on a Trump shit list. I want to be where the oppression is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, no, I mean, we're, I just, it made being, me wonder, like, on, on the list of, like, undesirables and, like, rabble-rousers. Being Donald Trump, there's not much to life. A soul <laughs> is needed for loving feeling. This is the musical segment of our show. Um, I, I, I wonder how far down the rabble-rouser list we are. They just, you know, they've got, like, reporters, and they got activists who are out there saving lives, and then they got other people with, like, successful... Like podcasts and stuff, and they're like, "We're near the. Are we? Are we on it near the bottom? Or are we just like a non-entity?" The stench in the air is Trump's banked by a whore. The border wall, much. I don't sometimes know. I, sometimes I hate. Sometimes I hate. But yeah, I just I'm like, are we on that list? Like, if we try to go to Mexico, would they be like, "Wait a minute, are you those muckrakers?" And we'd be like, "I'm, yeah. already, I'm already composing this song. It's gonna be wonderful." <laughs> They'd be like, "Who are you here to see?" And we're like, "We're all no, we don't really research. We just shout about stuff. You listen to the show." That's what I hope. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm still thinking about the song. Anyway, so uh, and uh, so what are the Dems doing for people news? This week, they put forth a bill to save net neutrality and undo the Reese's Cup motherfucker's damage. Yeah. So, um, going, um, going way back, um, people are always saying, what the DMs doing? Well, now that they have power, they're not just uh, trying to stop Trump. They're also trying to save the fucking internet because that Reese's Cup-having motherfucker decided to, uh, fuck, from the FCC, decided to fuck us all over as soon as the deplorables had their hands on the FCC and were able to uh, do this shit. Well, here's the weird thing about net neutrality. Uh, again, it unites both parties, both people. It yeah. doesn't matter you know, like, if like, someone's just like... Fucking Trumpers, fucking libtards, fucking uh, uh, goddamn uh, anti-government people. But everyone's just like, wait, they're going to take away what? No, 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 no. That's where I get my porn, and then I write my blog. Yeah, yeah. So that's like 91% of Americans are in favor of this. And, like, I guess 9% have rocks in their heads. I, no, I just assume the other 9% are the ultra-wealthy. Or are just old people that don't quite understand. They're like, is they still talking about that internet fad? Oh, they probably don't like the internet at all. They just want to get rid of it completely. Can we go back to newspapers? Like that, um... Ah, oh, fuck, what was it? The the Medea movie where um, the kid's saying, do you have Wi-Fi in this house? And Medea's like, what now? Wi-Fi? Oh, yeah, if you if you want Wi-Fi, I can get you. I can go over there. I can make you Wi-Fi. You just got to ask me nicely, and I'll make you Wi-Fi. What are you talking about? The Wi-Fi iron. I can go over there and get the Wi-Fi iron, and uh, I can make you some Wi-Fi and put some blueberries in them. No, no Wi-Fi, not waffles. Yeah, those those people. The, uh, no, not like, god damn it. Now it sounds like we're doing like a race. No, I mean like the old people that don't know, not like... Black people don't know what the internet is. God damn it. I wasn't talking about black people. I was talking about old people. This old person happens to be black. Well, then I said, when I realized when I said those people, I'm like, I don't mean it like that. Oh, I got you. Those people. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. Oh, that's good, actually. When I'm saying those people, I generally mean the geriatrics. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, in That's Not Cute News to wrap us up for the day, are you ready for this? Yeah. So uh, when I first started That's Cute, it's supposed to be something that highlights things that um, Trump said that he was going to do to make America great again. And then he just fucks everything over super hard, like destroying steel industry jobs, mining jobs. Uh, Trump basically does the exact opposite of everything he said he would do and makes things much, much worse. And so I can point out, oh, thousands more people are losing their jobs in um, the car industry after Trump said that he was going to save it. Well, that's cute then. You know, sort of a sarcastic tongue-in-cheek kind of that's cute. So what's not cute? That's not cute is when it just legitimately starts to piss me off. And also this has nothing to do with I don't think it has anything to do with Trump. It's just something that's happening, and it annoys the hell out of me. 
Okay. Walmart is phasing out the greeter program. I mean, I'm kind of surprised. Well, it ran for a long time because greeters are basically like super cheap security. Yeah, they they actually but, want to emphasize the security part. But go ahead. The problem with that is, um, as a former Walmart employee, employee, and <laughs> employee, as a, and as a Peterson part, formerly, employee, part of being a part of Walmart's security apparatus. So here's what happens, right? Right. The greeter program is a super cheap deterrent towards shoplifting, right? Yes. So they've tried that before where, like, they removed greeters at certain stores, and uh, people were just doing push-outs. Do you know what a push-out is? Where you just fill up your buggy and leave? Yep. Whee! Um, so uh, that, that's you, what it sounded like it was. So Yeah, so as you add more, um, like, self-checkouts and stuff like that, um, the the greeter per- phase it out is dumb because you're, gonna, you're saving money uh, and paying old people, you know, slave wages to just stand there and go, Hi, hello, have you shoplifted? Um, like it just, uh, just having a person standing there. Yeah. There was one uh, old guy that, um, asked me if I was shoplifting water. Cause I went through the self checkout with a giant thing of uh, water in my buggy. He's like, Oh, yeah. uh, it's right there on the list. Okay. Sorry. I didn't see you lift it up. And I'm thinking in my head, yeah, I didn't lift it up cause it's fucking heavy. I just used the wand. But anyway, yeah. continue. Point being, yeah, I mean, you try to face it out, but I, I think they're going to, I don't, I don't think they'll, I don't think it'll stick. I think they'll go, Oh, that sucks. We need to get these people back. Right, so, but that's what they're doing, is, um, see what sucks about this, and what annoyed me, is that I was planning on becoming a Walmart greeter when I turned 80, (laughs) right after I finished watching the 100th year anniversary special of Doctor Who, right? So when I'm old, and I can't do anything else, Walmart hires people that can't be hired anywhere else, and they hire people who can't do much else to just sit there and be a greeter. This was my retirement plan. Penn Jillette and Teller once said that if they couldn't make it as magicians anymore, they know that they can be hired at Walmart. And what they imitated was being greeters. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. very very politely, like this was not tongue-in-cheek at all. They were saying, yes, this would be a great job for us. We could do this if we can't make it as magicians anymore. This is an option for us. It's the one it's And the that, was, one that was my positive. fallback position for it. I think it's the one, life. the one, out of all the horrible things Walmart does, it's the one positive thing they do where you give an old person, like, you give them a job and they get to talk to people. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I know you wanted to, go ahead. Uh, but there's a bit more. Um, so thousands Oh no, are they going to, are they going to grind up the people with the horse meat and sell them as Walmart patties? Yeah, they're going to be part of the, the hot dogs in the back, part of the sausages. So um, thousands of stores are doing away with the greeters um, by the end of April. So this is very short notice. And it's going to be replaced with the new customer host program, which is designed around security, like you were just saying, and quote-unquote helping customers. It, uh, it requires being able to stand without ever sitting, like how the greeters are allowed to sit. But they yeah. can't they can't sit all day long they have to just stand there and they have to be able to lift at least 25 pounds so basically instead of hiring old people to be greeters they're just going to hire like strapping young men to be um so security you're not, so you're not phasing out the greeter you're just making it you're just taking away a chair yeah and that um that screws thousands of disabled workers out of their jobs well you know it is walmart and that is kind of what they do i know you wanted to wrap it here but i got one more uh piece of news yeah, yeah. uh that I think you're going to enjoy uh, right. because uh, this is, I don't know, I'm going to just name this segment. This is the Fuck Fox News segment. Oh, okay. So the, how, uh, the, how, how should we say fuck you to Fox News today? 
Well, apparently the Democratic Party went through puberty and gained a little bit of courage, and I think their balls dropped, um, because they said that this year, because Fox News is basically functioning as a propaganda arm of the White House, they will not uh, host the Democratic primary on Fox News. Fox News will not have that anymore. And Fox News went crazy. So, uh, I'm missing something. You said they... The who said what now? Say that again. The, the Democratic Party is not going to allow Fox News. To oh, host okay. Any of the I, I I completely misunderstood what you were saying. I thought you were saying Fox News said that they wouldn't host it, and then they went crazy no, no, and no. they said that. So the, the Dems are saying we won't allow you to host it. Yeah, you don't get to host any of the Democratic primary debates. Go now ahead. here's the thing. Yeah. Okay. They don't. They fucking, don't put fucking go for it, cause uh, yeah. it is clear that they are just a propaganda branch. They are not real news, so fuck them. Well, here's the thing. So there's a really good Young Turks uh, piece on this, but basically they go, well, they're not doing any of the Republican primaries on any other network. Uh, like they're not doing the, you know, like they're not doing the Republican primaries on like the Young Turks or like you know CNN, where like it's less friendly towards Republicans. So why should the Democrats do their primary on Fox News? Yeah, there know? we go. Well, let um, it but, let it actually be fair and equal, and ju- you know, it's just like everything else. Whenever people are used to having absolute power, they mistake the loss of absolute power for oppression. Well, Fox News is used to being able to do everything that they want and get away it gets, with it all. It gets worse because you now you have people from like Fox News, but you also have like like Anderson Cooper and all these other people are like, this is a bit too far because they're all millionaires doing what billionaires tell them to do. So. Everyone, all these news organizations, all these news, yeah, yeah, E2, E2 Cooper, Um, all these, all these other uh, news organizations are jumping in to defend Fox because they're, they're worried uh, about losing access as well because Trump goes, well, maybe we'll just have the presidential primaries. Maybe we won't let them be done on like CNN or whatever. And everybody's panicking. It goes, and I'm like, fuck it, man. Like you're a private party. You can fucking host this wherever you want. Yeah. Go for it. I don't care. Yeah. I honestly think that... Uh, I don't care which the, TV ne- uh, network gets ratings. I just want uh, uh, people to understand that Fox News is not news. They are not fair and balanced. They are liars. They are a propaganda branch of the GOP yeah. army and, or army, uh, party. And no, CNN is not the the same thing, but for the left, they actually are they actually are fair and balanced and generally speaking non-biased and anyone that scoffs at that is very biased and does not understand C- reality CN- or they're just CNN not paying has, attention cnn has their own problems too but my whole thing is this, uh, is, this was, is um it was something that um bill maher said and i've been agreeing with Ooh, him for a while we should we should do the republican the republican primary debates on bill maher's show i i agree fuck it why not i'm, I'm I'm a hundred percent with that. Fine. He he Republican. actually is like not a douchebag to Republicans. I've seen him talk to them. He's as nice as they as they deserve to be spoken to. Yeah, but well, my whole thing is, and I I thought this for a long time. Hell, is... I saw I saw Chris Christie on Stephen Colbert the other day, and they actually got along really well. And Colbert was so happy by the end of it. You know, he told Chris Christie, you know, this went a lot better than I was expecting it to, and they're both happy and palling around. Well, the thing about Chris Christie is he has the ability to turn on the charm, but he's also a giant asshole. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, he's still a like, criminal, let's make no mistake. Yeah. But but the whole thing about, like, uh, and I'll, I'll wrap it with this real quick, is, like, with the primaries and then, like, the presidential debates as well, like, the, the um, 
and with campaign finance, I think the way you fix all that is if you win the nomination, right? There should right. have we should set up a law so that there's you can be Republican, you can be Democrat, but we also have to give equal access to a third party. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, and I think those the, those especially the uh, when you get past the primary debates, um, I think first of all, campaign finance money should be a capped uh, money that we set aside in the budget, and you can only use the money that we budget, and everyone gets the same amount of money, right? So you can't raise billions of dollars. Your money comes directly from the taxpayer. Secondly, the debate should be televised and funded by the taxpayers at a neutral place where oh, you can have the Republican, you can have the Democrat, and you can have whoever wins the most third-party votes are all equally in the debate. Oh, I skimmed over this earlier. didn't read it, but... Um... The, the Democrats also just for, put forth a bill called the uh, For the People Act, and it's supposed to remove money and corruption from politics. Uh, yeah. I don't know how, because they didn't include like a link to the bill, but still, that sounds like they're actually going to try and work on it. Because I think if, if all of your campaign finance money comes from taxes, and it's at a cap limit, and it's completely, you can see it, and it's, and it's completely, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, transparent, I think that you begin to see politics shift. You can't, if no one can donate taxes then could I run for public office and be allotted, like, money if you to win, run? If you win the majority of whatever third party comes in, yes. So, like, you still have your Republican, your Democrat. Problem is you can't fundraise, right? Right. Uh, you well, what if I wanted to start a new third party and just declare myself the winner because that's the primary process? Well, if that if that third party wins the majority, it's whatever third party candidate wins the, wins the oh, most oh, oh. votes, right? I, I get it, I get it. So I would still yeah. have to compete with all the other third parties, right, right? Exactly. So whichever one of those third parties wins the most vote, now you're, now you're on the ballot. And now you're in the uh, now you're in the nationally televised debates. How do I raise funds up to that point? Uh, now that's the hard part, right? I, that I haven't figured out yet because I just made all this up as an idea off the top of my head. But we could figure that out, right? Right. So the but the point being is that like it would give equal access, and at least you would have a third candidate that had equal access to both the ballot and had equal access to uh, uh, airtime, right? right? And we could just run the airtime on, you can't run airtime on anything except for like public television, right? Publicly funded television, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, what is it, NPR or whatever network runs NPR and all that shit, right? right? That's where you can run your ads. So anybody wants to listen to political ads for like president, you tune into that, you're gonna hear an equal amount of ads from three different candidates. Boom, see how that changes, right? And then nobody, whether private or corporate or whatever can donate any money. The only money you can use is what's allotted to you from taxes.